Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 333 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the latest with her ice maker. We're going to talk about the plastic table that I have grown to love in my house. And we're going to get into a little bit about our Easter weekends. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that yet. There's a $5 level where you get two bonus episodes a month and an $8 level where you get two bonus episodes and a live episode every month. You can find us there at patreon.com slash And our most recent episode is a really analytical deep dive into our feelings on female friendship with our friend Laura Tremaine. Our Amazon shop is always available for you to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. Alrighty, here we go with episode 333. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Well, what is happening in San Antonio? San Antonio, I'm going to tell you that we had a chilly, chilly Easter weekend. Um, You know, it feels like that always happens, you know, that it's like right before Easter. And we always have an outdoor Easter service. And so it's like you always have to do a pivot on the the Easter festivities, on the Easter plans. Um, we, but we had a good weekend. Caroline got home on Thursday. She got home Thursday night and she was exhausted. We were just kind of talking about this, but don't you feel like, I feel like the spring semester is just exhausting. It's like a marathon. Clearly it is judging by the amount of sleeping that's been happening here. I mean, it's significant, the level Mm -hmm. of tired. And I will say you know, having having spent some time with some other people this weekend who are in college, I don't. I think it's 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 across the board. I just think you know yeah. they're, they're in this three to four week little window of everything wrapping up, and it's yeah kind of trying to gear up for the final push of the semester. So I agree. I felt like Caroline. She got in Thursday. We ate dinner, and I mean, I think by ten thirty, she was like, "I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm exhausted." I'm so tired. And I mean, like was like slurring her words, you know, like that toddler kind of tired. I know. And then went to bed. And then I can't remember what time we saw her on Friday, but it was cold and it was rainy. And so it was just, it was the perfect day to do nothing. And that is exactly what we did. We did nothing all day Friday. And that was great. And, you know, I even said, I was like, do you want to go do anything? Is there anywhere? And she was like, no, I'm happy right here. And she just stayed on the couch with a blanket and, um, and it was great. I will say the one thing that Easter morning, 
I had told her, I said, just all you have to do is get here. I was like, I know you're so tired. I was like, you don't have to pack anything except just put something like pack something for church. And it's probably going to be a little cool. So just pack something for church, whatever. I'm going to say, reader, she did not pack anything for church. (laughs) She did not. She packed some jeans and then a top. And then she didn't have the right undergarments to wear with that top. And then she looked and she did this. She goes, do you have something in your closet that I could wear? And I said, you can go look. And she did that. Nothing really humbles you like your Mm -hmm. 19 year old. She kind of scanned and she was like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And then, um, I have a pair of floral pants that she decided to wear and it was all fine. But I was like, I, you had one job and that was to bring something home for Easter. Mm -hmm. And, and I had even given her suggestions. I was like, you could bring this, you could bring this. No, she did not. So, um, and I appreciated that we waited till Sunday morning to about (laughs) eight 55 to figure that situation out too. Like we didn't prepare ahead of time. We waited last minute. It all worked out, Melanie. It did. It all worked out. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It did all work out. And then she did go get her hair cut and highlighted on Saturday. She had a hair appointment and, um, and she did like some little curtain bangs and she went a little lighter and it looks real cute. I thought it looked so cute in your pictures I saw on Instagram. I thought it looked darling. Yeah, she got a little, she went a little lighter and then she actually went back this morning. So she ended up staying Sunday night. We're recording this on Monday. She was like, I'm going to stay one more night, which, okay. Um, and she went back this morning and had her cut it, her layers a little bit shorter and it just looks so cute. So, um, darling. Well, she's all set with her spring cut. That's right. So hopefully, you know, she had some time to rest. And I was like, and at this point, you know, it's the finish line. They've got what, not even four weeks left. I was like, you just have to power through and then... You get a little break. Yes. Alex only has two weeks left of class and then exams. So. Okay. That's not bad at all. But isn't that crazy? Was was it It not last week that we moved him in? Yeah. That you were packing up all your blue bags and making your checklist. And now you're going to get to repack all those blue bags and see all the things he didn't use that have just lived in his dorm room for the last year. I I have just about decided I am not going and packing it. I have have just about decided. And he even said, he was like, I'm going to bring some stuff home, like... Like make some small trips and bring. He brought a ton home this past weekend. Okay, and he said he's going to kind of gradually pack his stuff up. And mm-hmm. I think probably it may be better for me personally and for my for my mental well being. Yes, to maybe just just say if it's nasty, throw it out. You yeah. know. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll see if he we'll see if he needs us. Okay. But he okay. seems to think he's gonna do this gradually. I don't I don't know how that's gonna go, but I'm gonna tell you it will not make me sad if I don't mm-hmm. have to see the after of that yeah. sweet bathroom. So Oh <laughs> no. Nobody. I feel like we threw out everything that had been in Caroline's dorm bathroom. Mm-hmm. It was like none of this ne- needs to be salvaged. There's no mm-hmm. amount of money that's worth trying to put this back somewhere. Like, yeah. Yeah. We are not going to use it. Yeah. So, and I even asked David this past weekend. I said, "Are you okay if we consider the rug that we put in his room this year? If we just consider that just a one-year purchase?" You know, mm-hmm. it's an Amazon rug. It, yeah. Uh, like, can we, can that just be a wash? And he said, absolutely. And he looked at Alex yep. and he said, you just, wherever they have the dumpster where y'all are supposed to take things, just go yep. ahead and move that rug on over there. 
So that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just the, wherever the Lord leads, yes. but not back to our house. Not to not, our house. Thank you. No, <laughs> I know. Well, we are, I did think Caroline is staying in the same place for next year. Which is delightful. Oh, I cannot even tell you how relieved I am that we don't have to think about moving or packing stuff up. Although I did tell her while she's, cause she's doing summer school this summer. And I said, at some point I'm going to come up there this summer. And I do, I'm real worried about her closet. I feel like we need to get a hold of it. I feel okay. like there's a lot of stuff that needs to be cleaned out. I know she's never going to do that. So I was like, and she agreed. She was like, yes. And I said, let's go up there. And she said, I bet half of it could be thrown out. And I was like, I feel certain that okay. that is the case. Okay. Um, and you know, I love a project. Yes, I know. So, I know. Yes. It is officially spring and it will not surprise you to know that spring makes me want to clean out my closet. It makes me want to dust my blinds. It makes me want to swap out my winter clothes for lighter layers. And it's a great time to refresh my skincare routine. I have a great new product to tell you about. It's Osea's Ocean Eyes Serum. It's such a great place to start if you are looking for a new eye cream because nothing says refreshed more than bright, wide awake looking eyes. And I love Osea's products. Osea's Ocean Eyes Serum checks all the boxes. It brightens, it smooths, it depuffs, and it awakens the entire eye area. It is my new wake up call for my eyes. It's like a shot of espresso. It's a cooling rollerball. It refreshes, it awakens the entire eye area. It feels so good when you put it on in the morning. And it's clinically proven to brighten the look of your eyes, to reduce the look of crow's feet and under eye bags, to diminish puffiness and dark circles, to smooth the look of fine lines and wrinkles. Sign me up for all of those. It uses high performance ingredients like hyaluronic acid, peptides, and undaria seaweed. Osea has been making seaweed infused products that are safe for your skin and the planet for over 20 seven years. Spring into your most radiant skin yet with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code BIGBOO at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code BIGBOO for 10% off. But listen, I'm going to tell you what else happened over the weekend. We became a golf family. (laughs) The Shankles became a golf family because of one young Sam Bennett from Texas A&M. I saw Sam Bennett on the Masters, yes. Listen, he is darling. He represented A&M so well. His story is amazing. I was so happy, but I'm telling you that by yesterday afternoon, because Saturday it all got rained out, and so... Yesterday afternoon, I'm going to tell you that after we had Easter brunch with my parents and we sat down, Perry turned on the Masters and we sat and you've never seen two people that had to Google more about golf because you know (laughs) what we know about golf? Nothing. Well, you know, nothing. My daddy is a is a longtime golfer. He still Uh at 91 years old plays golf two or three times a week when the when the weather's, you know, worth being outside in. Uh And so my Sunday afternoons growing up were the sound of the CBS golf announcers, you know, because uh-huh. he just watched everything. So I have a lot of nostalgia attached to golf tournaments just because I, I like I took many a nap on Sunday afternoons yeah. with the golf in the background. Mm-hmm. But Alex is a little, he's not obsessed with the Masters, but he is deeply fascinated with the Masters. Mm-hmm. And so we had kind of a, a running ticker around here about what was happening at the Masters. Okay. And, okay. and we watched too, but like, you know, when the tree 
trees fell, we got an update. When they had to, mm-hmm. you know, when the weather got bad, we got an update. And so, but we we kept it on all day yesterday afternoon and and watched. And I, you know, when I was in Augusta a few weeks ago to see my friends the Browers, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and went to lunch with some of Sean, she Sean, Sean's wife Sean, some of her friends. Uh, we had a lot of masters related discussion, and I had a lot of questions. I'm fascinated by it. Okay. It's really interesting. Well, did you see the trees fall, the trees that fell in the middle of it? And then, you know, of course, Perry researched that. And it's because apparently they'll move full grown trees to kind of where they think they need them to be, which is a fool's errand. (laughs) It's a fool's errand. Yeah. It's never going to last. And then you had all that rain. So Mm -hmm. it's no wonder that the trees fell. It's a miracle that nobody got hurt. It really is. Yeah. Those things are big too. Yeah, but listen, I was I was fully invested. I am I am now a golf fan, and what I love the most is like you have Sam Bennett and you have this kid, and there he is from A and M from Madisonville, Texas, playing in the in the Masters. He's you know breaking records and and all this stuff, and it's amazing. And then he was going back today, and today is the Aggie Land Invitational, which is a thirty six hole tournament that oh, he Lord. will play today and he you don't have a caddy so he went from the masters to he'll just be carrying his own golf bags playing <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna walk essentially yeah two full golf courses yeah. uh-huh yeah. yeah two round two full rounds of golf and um after just an incredible weekend but i i loved that i love you know i get real excited when anything so i was like well we're a golf school you know so i feel like there had been just some lights at our meat judging team has killed it this year <laughs> Sam yes. Bennett represented us well in golf. Our cheer team apparently won a national championship oh, this weekend. Yes. So, you know, we have, there There are all kinds of good things going on and it's not dependent on football okay. is what I'm going to say. All right, that's good. What happened in baseball for y'all this past weekend? Well, we actually, okay, well, and also our baseball team. So we took the series from Auburn. We won, um, they ended up moving. We had a doubleheader on Friday. So we won Thursday yes. night. We, sh- okay, here is my one grievance from the weekend. We should have won the game on Saturday, the first game, but the SEC umpire made a bad call at the plate because our runner was safe, which would have tied up the game in the top of the ninth. But he called him out and replay showed that was not at an accurate call. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we could have had a chance to win that game. We did come back and win the third game. So we took two out of the three to Auburn. Okay. Yeah, from Auburn. So what what about y'all? We took two out of the three at Alabama. Okay. So, All right. well, I'll, and then South Carolina. Oh, listen. Because y'all had a hard, but now you're like, well, South Carolina's legit. Yeah. South Carolina's legit. Yeah. And we played them really well. We really did. Yeah. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we only lost, we only won one of them, but, but we played them hard. And so yeah. to win an Alabama, you know, I, I said last season, I've said it this year, they're much improved over what yeah. they were in college baseball. So that's right. So anyway, we have um, Super Bulldog weekend that's coming up weekend and we play the Ole Miss Rebels in Starkville. Oh, okay. Okay. So there will be, I don't know, a billion people. It's just. Yes, approximately. Approximately, uh, you know, because we'll have 15,000 on a, on a big baseball weekend at, at Duty Noble. And so I Mm -hmm. think, I think they may set some records. So what is Bulldog weekend? Is that like family weekend? It's spring game for football. And then there's always a a baseball series, you know, a home baseball series. And it just happens that this year, the baseball series is all Miss, which some people have said seriously, like like that game is high stakes enough. Does it have to be tied into Super Bulldog weekend? Oh yeah. But, and there's always stuff going on in Starville that weekend. And 
Okay. Just a time for yeah. everybody to go back. So Okay. So because we've got it's parents weekend this coming weekend in college station. Okay. And so um so Jackson Gully's oldest is getting his Aggie ring on Friday. Oh. So that's a big deal. And then we have the Maroon and White game on Saturday. And then we play Missouri. Um, okay. Is our is our series at it at Olson this weekend. So okay. Um, and I, I don't know yet what all I'm doing about any of that, because in the college way, we left it where I said, just let me know. Let me know what, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening yeah. when I need what, to come in. Yeah. What's going on. You have on. time. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, we, we had kind of a, a similar situation as y'all because we had tons and tons of rain. And it was just one of those days where I was like, here's what I want to do today. I want to get in my kitchen. I want to, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's, it's just that really muted light outside, just the most gorgeous springtime rain coming down. Mm-hmm. And so I knew because we were going to Mississippi on Sunday and going to have Easter with Martha, I knew that, and I was planning to take food for that. I decided yeah. on Friday, I, th- I thought I'll just do some chicken and dressing and a vegetable, you know, I'll keep it simple, but do something kind of homemade and all that. So yeah. on Saturday, I got up and I started, I cooked my chicken. I'm sorry, Melanie, I cooked my chicken and I yes. cooked my cornbread. And about 1.30, I got a text from Ella, Steph's daughter, and Joe's yeah. daughter, who was home from Auburn for the weekend. And she said, hey, Miss Steph, what mm-hmm. you doing? And mm-hmm. so I said, um, I'm actually at home. I'm just cooking. Come over. And so she came over about 1.30 mm-hmm. and she stayed until... I don't know, eight or so. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> so Steph and Joey ended up coming over for dinner about 530 and Casey came over. Everybody else was kind of had plans and Ashby was still getting back in town. But anyway, it turned out to be the most sort of impromptu fun night just to get to Love hang that. out with Ella all afternoon. And I was so grateful that Steph and Joey shared her with us and yes. we got to catch up and visit and I cooked, and at one point, I, I just, you would have died. I, I took all the chicken I had boiled and put it on a mm. platter, sorry, uh. and, and I know, and I, listen, I picked that chicken off the bone, sitting at the kitchen table with them while we broke down some things. Listen. So, <laughs> I know. I can't. It wouldn't have been I'm, your best day, but no. it was, it was good. And so, anyway, so, so we just had a fun, easy time, and I don't know if I told you this. But, you know, when after quarantine and then David started working from home uh-huh. and and anyway, eventually it became clear that he was going to work from home forever. So we converted our dining room into an office for him. Yes. And we gave away our dining room furniture. So I don't have a dining room table anymore. You know, I have. Oh, a, yeah. I, have, I hadn't thought about that. I have a breakfast room table and that seats four people. And of course, we have couches and places people can sit, but I don't have a big uh-huh. table. So back around Christmas. When I was going to cook for Steph and Joey and Casey and Joel and all the kids one night, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a big, long plastic table and some plastic chairs. Yeah. And we'll just roll with it. And because I'm going to tell you something, what what we are in this house is we're, we're not moving. Like we're, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not moving to have another yeah. room for an office and a, a dining room again. No. Like, we're going we're gonna to make do right here. Yeah. So I went, well, now just over the course of the last six months or so, now I have two long plastic tables and I have a bunch of folding chairs. Oh. And so I just get out one of those folding tables if we're going to have more than four people over here to eat and put it in the living room. Uh-huh. And I get a plastic tablecloth, but I'll set it with some real pretty china. And yeah. um, so I had some friends over here Thursday night and I put the one of the tables out 
and put a plastic tablecloth on it and then set it with some gorgeous china that Martha gave me years ago. And we had a great time. And so the table was still out when everybody came over Saturday night. And so I'm telling you, that plastic table has has more than paid for itself. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and, but it'll continue to come in handy. Yes. I mean, it's going to continue to come in handy. Yeah, I love it. And so mm-hmm. I, and then when everybody when I get the dishes off of it, I just wrap up that plastic tablecloth and napkins and whatever and just throw it away and yeah. we just put it all we have two storage rooms in our garage and just put it all in a storage room it's been delightful listen, so I love, I love my plastic table I love that listen that reminds me of my Mima and Papa my Italian grandparents you know he always had so he always held had a poker game in his garage every Friday night yes yes and um, with his poker buddies but so but when we would have all the family over she had plastic tables and so we would eat in the garage there was because they had they had like a window unit in the garage so we would just and she would set up her plastic table uh-huh. in the garage and then also put a tablecloth over that poker table yes and that's what it reminds me of and we just everybody had the best time yeah. it doesn't have and, to be fancy yeah no and nobody said like I can't believe I'm having to eat at this folding table yeah you're just happy to be together and so yes I'm I'm real happy with my with my my two six foot plastic folding tables and they they go just fine in the living room and then I I don't know I, I think that's one of those things where Probably when I was younger, I would have thought, oh, no, uh-uh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to have a formal dining room. And I loved having a formal dining room until we needed yes. that room for something else. So now we'll just get the plastic tables out. And so it's great. We love it. and I love it. Can't I hurt it. it. And uh-uh. It's delightful. Trends and fads come and go, especially when it comes to health and wellness. It feels like we're always changing what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. And that's why I love Noom. Noom is not a fad. They use psychology, not trends, to help you make intentional and sustainable choices that are aligned with your values and your weight loss goals. I love the Noom app because it makes it so easy to check in, to think about why I'm eating what I'm eating, to reset myself after a holiday weekend, which I sometimes need. With their psychology-based approach, Noom empowers you to build more sustainable habits and behaviors. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings, and everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stop chasing health trends and build sustainable, healthy habits with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash Big Boo. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash Big Boo to sign up for your trial today. And check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change, available to buy now wherever books are sold. All that to say, we, we did that Saturday night and then we got up Sunday, we drove to Mississippi, we spent the day with Martha. We had lunch at Martha's. My daddy came over after um, daddy sang in both services Sunday morning that. at his church because, you know, uh-huh. he's, he just turned 91. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And let, me, and let me just let me just stop for a second to tell you all something about, about my daddy. He comes over to Martha's yesterday because he'd gone to eat with some friends. He made plans uh-huh. to eat with them before he knew we were going to be at Martha's. Uh-huh. He comes over. 91 years old. Bobby Mm -hmm. Sims walks up to that door. He has on some camel colored dress pants. He has on a camel and cream colored check sport coat (laughs) with his dress shirt underneath. I don't think he still had his tie on by the time he got to Martha's. Uh He has on his dark brown loafers and he has on some 
uh, kind of camel colored brown and black check socks. Like that, his socks oh. were next level. Bobby Sims. I'm telling Listen. you what. I'm telling you what. I just every time I'm with him lately, I think y'all don't hate the player, hate the game. Because, That's right. Because at 91, I mean, he is like a 60 year old man. I don't even know how to verbalize how unchanged he is from when I was much younger, and I and I have so changed happy. a great deal. Yes. But, <laughs> Yes, but, Daddy, but Bobby Sims has found the fountain of youth that we are all looking for. Yeah, golly. So wow. anyway, he just he came over, he visited, he was you know I, I just I can't it, I I'll look at him and I'll think he is ninety one years old. Yeah, wow. He plays golf two or three times a week. He's so like you know he goes to every performance that they have at the performing arts center in my uh-huh. hometown like he's so like sings in both services at the choir would teach a sunday school lesson if you ask him to yes uh, it's just something it's else. amazing it really That's is amazing. it really is Listen. and so wow. alex's thing is always like just what a legend what a legend yeah i mean honestly uh-huh. honestly i mean that's kind of and then on the other hand caroline and i had a moment at church on Sunday morning, because we were in the amphitheater. And, you know, Perry's going to wear his standard Perry shankle. I mean, he had on some tan pants and a button-down shirt that he's going to wear untucked, because he doesn't want to wear a shirt tucked in. Right. And our church is informal, and he doesn't need to. Uh-huh. But we were in the amphitheater, and it was a cloudy morning. And Caroline goes, look at Perry Shankle walking across the auditorium wearing his sunglasses. She said he's the only one in here wearing his sunglasses. <laughs> and he did. He just And he had them on in our pictures that we took, the whole mm-hmm. deal. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. It's all fine. Later, I was like, well, he's got sunglasses on in that picture. But, you know, he wears them on a cord around his neck because he's also not going to. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. so what are you going to do? So. Yeah. Yeah. They. uh, Listen, at this point, everybody's real set in their ways, right? That's it. We are who we are. You know, we are. We are who we are. That's kind of. We did have a conversation last night, though, where I told Caroline, I said, I do feel like I have made your dad a little softer than he was. And he has probably made me a little tougher than I am. And we're both probably better for it. You know, we we both needed it. Yes. But, um, you know, so there you have it. Okay. So what's the latest on your ice machine? What's going on with that? How can we pray for you? Speaking of Perry Shankle, this is where you got to you got to love him. Speaking of legend. So. You know, I had been wrestling with this thing. I had bought my Opal cleaner. I had cleaned it within an inch of its life. I had let it soak. I plugged it back in. It's still, you I was like- You put the sponge in the thing for 18 I, yes, hours or whatever. I put yeah. the sponge in the thing for 18 hours. I ran it through. I had done everything that I could. Plugged it back in. It made a little bit of ice. It all melted. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. So I went on Amazon. Here's what I'm going to say. I went on Amazon. I found a different ice machine that's less expensive that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order this one and try it because I, I I know what I said last week, but I was like, I can't live in a world without my ice. It's it's like, it makes me so happy. It's one of the joys of my life to yes. have that ice. Yes. So I went ahead and ordered another one, a different brand because it had different reviews. And I thought, well, try this one. And then in the meantime, Perry said, let me see it. What's it not doing? And I said, it starts to make ice, but then it won't. And he looks and he goes, well, these coils are filthy. The coils... <laughs> Oh, or filthy. Oh, the coil shame. <laughs> oh. I didn't even know that it had coils. I had never sure. paid attention. He said, "It these coils are filthy. He said, what you need is you've got to clean these coils. Well, you know, the ice machine, it's all like internal, but you can see there's, you can see the coils through like the vents on the side where it like breathes its air or okay. whatever. And so I was like, well, I don't, what do I do? Like, what do I? And he said, well, I've got coil cleaner. And so he just went out to the back house. He took the whole thing outside. Hold on just a second. Yeah. Pause, oh, yeah, please. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I have coil cleaner. I have coil cleaner. Okay. All yeah. right. What is that? It's a spray. It's a spray that you spray. And it's, so he sprayed it. And I was like, well, at this point it's broken anyway. Cause I was like, I don't feel like, I don't feel good about this, but he sprayed that coil cleaner, like all in there. And then he like, let it sit. And then he like turned the ice machine over and let it dump out. And then he like sprayed it down with water. Cause you've got to clean all the coil cleaner out. And I thought, I don't know that I think it's going to work at all after this. I'm going to tell you that thing is working better than it did the day that I got uh, it. It yes. is producing ice like a champ. The coils were filthy. So did he have to take off the shell of it to get to the coils? No, he okay. did it all because it's got like vents on the side. Okay. So it's, he just did it all through that. And I was kind of like, I feel like we're going to get water down in this mechanism and it's not going to work. Like, I don't know much. Hold, but what, <laughs> what, what mechanism would that be? <laughs> the... the the, the the thing the, I'm a bomb, but the flux capacitor <laughs> that's inside, <laughs> yeah, that makes the ice. Yes, but because Perry is a man of, of many talents, he spent a summer working for Mission Ice when he was in high school, and he said, "Really, the real miracle uh, is that any ice machines work at all, okay. given the conditions that we put them in and what they're expected to do, because what they're actually having to do is to heat up to produce the ice." within the mechanism. And so you can't do that. He said, my coils look like they had been covered in clay. (laughs) So I wonder now that you say this, you Uh know how there's always a thing about McDonald's, how their ice cream machines don't work. I wonder if coils are the problem for them. I I mean, it would would have to reach a similar temperature in order, you know, to keep it cold, but it would have to get hot to work. I don't know. It's just a theory. Somebody might want to test it out. That's what I'm saying. So in the meantime, I couldn't cancel my other ice machine. So I get this like hundred pound thing delivered that then I had to have UPS come pick back up because I was like, well, I'm going to send it back because I would have loved to have tried it, but that felt excessive. So I was like, now my old ice machine's working. And now that I know about the coil cleaner, it's a game changer. So I'm just saying, if your ice machine, if you have one and it's not working, you may want to check your coils because that was the whole problem with mine. And so- it, it worked. Well, it I mean, this could really, this could keep your ice maker working for a lot longer than you maybe have even dreamed. What yeah. if this was the problem with the first one? Oh, don't think that Perry didn't already say, so we probably threw away a perfectly good ice mm-hmm. machine mm-hmm. with the coils. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me about the coils? <laughs> like, you know me. You know who I am. You know that I wasn't thinking about the coils. What? You didn't even know that it had coils. I wouldn't. No. Who who would know it even had coils? Plastic. It is everywhere we look and not enough is being done about it. There are 100 billion plastic bags used and then thrown away every year. The plastic bag you see in the gutter or floating in a stream or washed up on the beach, multiply that by 100 billion. But there's a better way and it can start with a better bag. Hold On wants to be part of the growing movement away from single-use plastic, which if you ask most experts is the single worst kind of plastic. At every stage, production, disposal, and decomposition, plastic bags are doing harm to our earth, our water, and even our bodies. Hold On trash and kitchen bags are heavy duty, they're plant-based, they're non-toxic, and 100% home compostable, which means they break down in weeks, not decades, without filling up our landfills or polluting our oceans. And their Zip Seal kitchen bags come in sandwich or gallon bag sizes that fit all your needs from holding carrots to crayons. 
We are past the season of packing lunches and we have considerably less trash than we used to, but Hold On Bags is such an easy, doable solution to reducing the amount of single-use plastic that we are using in our home. I love anything that can make a difference without a huge amount of effort or changing something that we're already doing. And I have to say that Hold On Bags actually work really well. They don't split, they don't break, they're actually strong enough for what you need them to do. To shop plant-based bags and replace single-use plastics all over your home, visit holdonbags.com slash bigboo or enter bigboo at checkout to save 20% off your order. Sustainability has never been more simple. That's H-O-L-D-O-N bags.com slash bigboo or enter bigboo to receive 20% off your order. Small things can lead to lasting change if we stop and say hold on. Thank you, Hold On, for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. So after he got it working, we've had to reconfigure our countertop because he told me where I had it, he did not feel like it was probably getting the adequate air circulation that it needed. This makes me so happy <laughs> that you... <laughs> Listen, Melanie, this ice machine, you, you've got to have a strategy. You've got to have it in optimal conditions, right? Like That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. So where'd you put it? Where'd you move it? Now it used to be, the ice machine used to be next to my refrigerator on the countertop, okay. but there's like a wall there. So it was kind of more walled in. So I've had to switch. I had to move my coffee maker to that spot. Okay. And then what he really wanted was yes. me to put the ice machine next to it. But I told him that messed up my whole aesthetic <laughs> because I need my coffee bar tray yes. to better so, hide the outlets. This would become... This is what would constitute for us at this stage in marriage and life. This would become a high level disagreement for us. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is, <laughs> we don't have much to fight about. So let's fight about where the ice machine needs to go. This is about as intense as it gets at this level. But listen, uh, you know, I mean, a good cause is, is worth a fight. So yeah. So I said, I can't have it there because it just aesthetically, it's a, it's, it's a disaster. Sure. Like I need mm -hmm. to have my coffee little bar tray because that's <laughs> where my coffee stuff is. And then I will put it, but we did realize that we could have more room for it because what we realized is we still had a toaster oven sitting on our countertop for when Caroline lived at home, but neither one of us use a toaster. Oven. Okay. So we moved the toaster oven into storage because we don't need it. And then. So now, hopefully, the ice machine has room to breathe okay. adequately. Yeah. I, in my head, what I picture mm -hmm. happening is Perry at some point deciding that the ventilation is not good enough and the ice machine gets moved to a separate table surrounded by fans. That's, you know, that's, that's well, after he did the coil cleaner, uh -huh. so he brought it back inside because it was rainy. So he cleaned it all out. He rinsed it all out. I mean, there was water pouring from it. And I was like, I just don't know. And he said, now we need to let it dry out overnight. So we set it on our kitchen island and we had fans. We had to set up fans <laughs> on either side to blow the inner mechanism dry. So I'm not that far <laughs> off, actually. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. But guess who has ice? I mean, yep. And it mm -hmm. it is so now we have our Brita pitcher, so we're only using filtered water for that well and our coffee maker. Now I know about the coils, and then mm -hmm. we've got to that's got to be like a once every couple of months thing. Okay. We've got to clean the coils. Okay. So that's that's where we are with that. Alex is packing his car, which is why Hazel's oh. losing her mind. She's she's. I, I would imagine I have the door closed, but she's hurting him, you know. Yes, yes. And she's nervous about why she's he's real leaving. nervous about about. Uh, oh, that oh, was not good. Yeah. He must have picked up a bag. Okay, <laughs> I have a I have a few pop culture things I want to mention. Just oh, tell. little some highlights that have popped up over the course of the last week that I would like to share. The first is 
on the way to Mississippi yesterday morning, we listened to the latest episode of the Smartless podcast, which is the podcast oh. with Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Now, mm-hmm. I, I love to listen to Smartless. The language is terrible for okay. anybody who is going to be a new listener to Smartless, but I love it because they, they have, you know, they're three hosts and then they surprise one another with a guest every week. So mm-hmm. whoever it would be like, if you were in charge of a guest for next week and then you were like, and this week we're going to talk to Amy Grant. And then I have mm-hmm. to figure out how to interview Amy Grant on the fly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, this past week, the surprise guest was Ben Affleck. Oh, Sean, okay. Sean Hayes had asked him to come on and you know, the new movie that, Maybe Ayer is out, which is his name. Yes. But anyway, it was the it was the most delightful conversation between Ben oh, Affleck okay. and these other three men. And J-Lo popped in at one point just to say, hey, I, oh. it, it was just really entertaining and engaging. And I think because, I mean, you know, the, it's it's kind of like our our little segment of writer world is its own little community. And it's, yeah. you know, it's fun to get to be with other people who are in that community. Well, mm-hmm. it seems like you know, for maybe some actors, there's a similar sort of community. So it's just fun to hear sort of about their relationships with one another and fun to hear about Ben Affleck's creative process with Ayer. And I really enjoyed listening to it. So that's the first thing. Love that. Okay. The second thing is I finished a book that I've been reading for, Mm -hmm. I don't know, about a week and a half called I Have Some Questions for You. It's by Rebecca Mackay. I thought it was just a mystery and it is a mystery but oh my gosh, it works on about 17 levels. I oh, okay. mean, it has a lot to say. It also has a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. I just, I cannot stop thinking about it. And it's, it's a long novel. It's, uh, yeah. there are a lot of characters in it, but golly, I just keep thinking about it. And it, it, it really kind of gets at the heart of what does justice look like? Who is justice for? Um, and maybe the most interesting part of it to me is an adult who goes back and reexamines her high school experience, but mm. through the lens this time of being an adult and, um, and, you know, just how differently you process stuff. Yeah, from, for sure. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. anyway, hold, hold on, hold please. Okay. Here comes Hazel. Okay. We are headed into the hottest months of the summer, and I have been in the midst of a deodorant crisis. And let's face it, our underarms aren't the only place that we have odor, and that's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's a whole new body deodorant. Lumi was created by an OB-GYN who discovered it. It's a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant that you can use wherever you need to fight odor on your body. It's aluminum-free, it's skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Right now, new customers Customers can get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code BIGBOO at LumiDeodorant.com. Here's what I love about Lumi. The deodorant rolls on smooth, it feels soft on my skin, it's not irritating, and I have the toasted coconut which smells like a trip to the beach every time I put it on. I'm always a little leery of natural deodorants, but Lumi has been a game changer for me. It really works even after my hardest workouts outside. It is safe to use anywhere on your body and it's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. It's aluminum free, it's baking soda free, it's paraben free, it's pH balanced for safe use below the belt and it comes in a variety of fresh bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. 
As a special offer right now for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code BIGBOO at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code BIGBOO. Hazel was, it was like she was knocking on the door saying, this is too much for me. Can I just come in there, please? This is too much. It's trauma. It's trauma. (laughs) So if, if somebody is a mystery lover, if, you know, and especially a mystery that's got a lot of, of different angles to it. It's a really good Mm -hmm. one. And then the third thing is I finished watching Daisy Jones last night. Oh, tell me, tell me. I bawled my eyes out. (laughs) Right? I I don't cry when I watch Uh -uh. shows. Uh -uh. I cried so hard. Yes. And I think because I read the book maybe three years ago, Uh I don't remember a lot of the details of the book. I honestly, watching watching the show, I couldn't remember how it was going to end. I had a vague memory of one part of it, but I... But man, oh man, Ugh. that show also has some things to say, I feel like. It does. Mm-hmm. Listen, I can't wait. So we're going to do a Patreon about it. That's going to be our other Patreon um, coming up soon. And it, I have so many thoughts. Like, I, and do I don't. Too. But man, it was so good. And I really liked, I liked the show better than I liked the book. Like it just to bring the music to life and the fashion to life and the whole thing. It just, it has really stuck with me. Yeah, I mean, I love the format of the book. I remember Mm -hmm. reading it and thinking at first, oh, this is going to be weird to read. And then really getting into it and then not being able to put it down. But as far as how the story comes across in the show, I feel Mm -hmm. like I was much more invested in the story and not just the structure. For sure. I really loved it. I thought they were all so good. And mm-hmm. I was very surprised because I even when I started the last episode, I was kind of ho-hum. And then it just, I think you, it's almost like in that last episode, I mean, yes, they're tying things together, but you kind of mm-hmm. see the messages they've been after all along. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Really well it- done. It was funny because I was saying, because people were saying like, have you watched it? Like I just cried. And I was like, I'm not going to cry. I know how it ends. I know I'm ready for it or whatever, but same. I mean, I just had like tears. Like I was just like, I am, I am not well after watching this. Like it really did a number on me. <laughs> me too. I, mm-hmm. I, I sat there for a, a while after I finished it and I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to go to bed now. Yeah. Like, I, think, I think that's it for me on Easter Sunday. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend that watched it with her husband and he was watching it the whole time. And she said that when it finished, he got up and he left the room and he came back like an hour later and says, I don't know why you made me watch that. <laughs> like it, <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of how it felt. It just, mm-hmm. man, it hit hard. It yeah. hit hard. It did. It did. I really loved it. So I'm so uh-huh. glad I watched it. So glad that um, that they made it. I mean, it was one, it's one of those things. And yeah. I can see why your reaction was, I think maybe I want to watch it again. So we'll get into all that on Patreon, but I, yeah. I really loved it. So now I'm, I've got to find another show to watch. Okay. Well, I have been, so I got um, a new book by Kate Morton called The Homecoming. Yes. Um, which is a kind of a mystery kind of thing. And it is long. It's like 
but I am loving it so far. So okay. it's, it's really good. Um, it goes back between like a family secret from, you know, how I love a family saga from like a family secret that happened in the fifties okay. to current day. And it goes back and forth. So that's been really good. I've also been highly invested again in season four of Friday night lights. <laughs> I, Yes. I don't know how to explain. It's just, but here's part of what has happened and you're going to laugh. So I had mentioned that I got my new LED light up face mask that I put on every now now, every night now, my Mm -hmm. red light mask. Well, the problem is, is when I put it on, it goes on your face like a pair of glasses. So when I put it on, I can't actually have glasses on. Right. So I can't read while I have it on. So I have to watch something and I can't watch something that I really need to see well. (laughs) Sure. Right. So Friday Night Lights became my, so I set a 20 minute timer because that's how long. So I watched 20 minutes of Friday Night Lights, but then invariably I'm invested in the episode and I'm like, well, now I'm just going to finish the whole episode. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's that. Well, if only they could make an LED mask in prescription form, right? Well, I really Mm -hmm. wish that they could because we're the ones that need it. I have aging eyes. Um, I, I told Perry this weekend, I said, I really am going to look into maybe getting surgery on my eyes. I said, I really am tired of the glasses thing. And he was like, can they do that? And I said, yeah, they can do that. And he goes, what do they do to your eyes to do that? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I'm not an optometrist. I'm not an ophthalmologist, but they can do something. Mm -hmm. It's 2023. Certainly they can do something Mm -hmm. where they correct my vision surgically so yes. that I don't have to wear reading glasses anymore because I'm just, I'm tired of it. It's, I'm so sick of it. They leave dents on my nose. I have to find them. They're terrible. Oh, bless it. Listen, uh-huh. it's awful. Uh-uh. So is it time for five favorites? is time for five favorites and I am going to start with one I made a delightful discovery this week in the aisles of Target when I went to go get um, Easter basket stuff for my 19 year old child yes um but I was in the chip aisle because I always just like to see what is offered up in the chip aisle to see if there's you know I'm forever looking for the white cheddar jalapeno Cheetos that they apparently only made for two months and have never made again yes. but I'm always like maybe they'll have them yes um they never do but you know I love a Takis I love uh I love a Trader Joe's chili lime corn tortilla chip, but I don't feel... You love chili lime seasoning in general. I love chili lime. It's Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite flavor profiles for sure. And so I saw that Sun Chips now has a chili lime Sun Chip. Okay. And... I saw these in the grocery store last week and was curious, but didn't buy them. I want to know. I think they're delicious. Okay. They are not as spicy. Here's what I like about them. They're not as spicy as a Taki. Okay. Um, they're not quite as, they just don't have quite as much spice, but they definitely fulfill that like, that craving. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I, now, I don't know how much healthier a sun chip is than a regular Taki chip. I don't, right. I don't know. It feels like it's healthier. They, sure. the, the marketing has made me believe that it's a healthier option. Sure. But the chili lime sun chips, they're new. I think they're delicious. If you like a chili lime chip, I cannot recommend them enough. I thought okay. they were delicious. I'm going to try. So mm-hmm. I showed them to Caroline this weekend and she was like, why would I eat those when I could just eat a Taki? And I was like, well, 
but when you're 19 and when you're 51, sometimes <laughs> you have different health needs. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I did see there was a whole end cap. I think I was at Target or Walmart. I don't remember, but a whole end cap of Takis. And I think of Caroline every time I see them because mm-hmm. of her deep affection for a Takis. God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. They really are so good. But um, so anyway, so that's the first thing. The second thing is something that I had ordered from Anthropology, and it had been on back order and they finally came in this week and I love them. And they are the Levi's 501 mid-thigh denim shorts. That so, length is mm-hmm. so good. Good, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like the perfect fading. They're comfortable. They're true to size. I would say sometimes in Levi's, I feel like I need to order a size up, but these run true to size. The length is so good, especially with like the long linen shirts. Being yes, in. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because some of the shorter shorts, number one, I don't love wearing shorter shorts. I mean, I will, but then I always feel like, well, what if I need to sit down? You know, it can be a problem. It, it can really be a can. problem. It can be a whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with this length, it feels like that's not a problem. Plus, then they show if you've just got on a big oversized shirt. And right. so I really like them. They're $70. I think they're a great price point. And I'm real happy that the longer shorts are a little trendier this year. I am too. Because I, yeah. I can't get on board. I don't want the shorts down to my knees. I don't. I don't. No. I don't want that. But I really like this mid thigh length where you've got a good, maybe like six inch inseam. Yes. Yes. That's a that's a great inseam length. I think yep. for this current stage of my life. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's it's flattering. It feels good. It feels like it covers the things that you really want to have covered. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's that. The second thing is the girls from Allie and Bess. I love their stuff so much. And they just sent me, um, it's their Keelan necklace. And I wore it for Easter yesterday. And it's like a, it's like multicolor beads. So I already have their Caroline necklace, which is all turquoise. But this one, and like just such a fun pop of color, like just to go with, because it'll go with all my outfits. You know what I mean? To throw on even just with a white t-shirt and jeans or whatever. Like it's just really a great necklace and you can layer it with others. Like yesterday I wore it with like layered with my turquoise Caroline necklace from them and then some gold necklaces that I have. And it's just really, really cute. And they um, actually messaged them. And so they gave us a 20% off code actually off their whole site, but this necklace, if you want it, um, and it's just Melanie 20 and we'll put that in the show notes. But if you see something from Allie and Bess, there's a code right now. I love their stuff. Do you have the 15 inch or the 18 inch? I have the 18 inch. That's what I would think I would want to. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a little bit longer. And so it layers better with the other stuff and it's just really cute. And they actually have one that they do as a stack where it's two of them together, which I also think is real cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that they've started selling some of their necklaces as a stack. So it's like they do the work for you, which I kind of like. I just think this is the cutest summer necklace. Isn't it cute? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because I had those turquoise pants and then I was like, oh, look at this necklace. I was like, this is going to go with everything all summer long. Like, it just has all the colors. So, where did you get those turquoise pants, by the way? Those are anthropology. Okay. Those are, is that, are those mm-hmm. the same pants as the green ones that I try to justify yes. for? Okay. Yes. I thought they were. Y'all, there were these yeah. Kelly green <laughs> pants, like yeah. Melanie's turquoise ones she has on in her Easter picture mm-hmm. that I tried to convince myself I needed for some months, but I just could not figure out where I would have worn them. And apparently the answer to that question was Easter. 
But, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, mm-hmm. I I bought them on they were I found them in the sale room at Anthro uh, and they were marked way down and they happened to have them in my size and I bought them and I'm so glad I did cuz I don't know how much I would wear them because they're kind of somebody messaged me and said couldn't you wear those to Taylor Swift and I'm like I could but I'd probably have to throw them away after. Yeah. Like they're kind of a delicate pant. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but they're real cute, but yeah, they're they completely sold out. So, um, okay, the next thing, I got this when I went to Target because, you know, now that Caroline is a grown-up and I buy her like grown-up Easter basket stuff, kind yes. of. I mean, still candy. But um, I was looking for a candle because she loves her candles. And Target has one and it's it's called The Collection and it's the Blood Orange Candle. Oh. And it smells so good. It's kind of like the, what's the the goji Taraco one? Yes, you know the, yeah, the Taraco Orange one. Yeah, yeah Taraco Orange one. It's very reminiscent of that. Um, but it's fifteen ninety nine as opposed to thirty, which I feel like is what that one is. But it smells so good. It's the best, like kind of springy summer. Oh, I love an orange. I love a citrus. Mm-hmm. This is you would right love up this. my alley, and it's available within two hours at my Target. Well, and what a cart. could you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. It really smells good. And, you know, I love all my whiskey and my tobacco and all that, but it can feel a little heavy for this yes, time of year. for sure. It absolutely does. You're yeah, exactly so, right. And then my last thing is something that I ordered for myself the minute that I saw them because I just needed a good, like a casual summer sandal that I could put on instead of sneakers or whatever. And it is these, they're, I don't know if you say Papio, I don't know. Um, but they're Birkenstock Arizona platform slides, but they're chunky. They have like a chunky white sole. They're so cute. They're so cute. I got them in. They're so comfortable. So I, the link in the show notes takes you to DSW because they have them in a fuchsia and a lavender, which I just think are super cute. I actually ended up getting the sand color, um, which I think I found on Zappos. So you can find them in different, different colors, but I just, I think the pink is super cute. Like I felt like the sand was more practical, but I love the pink. I love the pink. Uh-huh. Well, I think I, I'm going to go look at the sand because I had ordered some shoes that I thought were going to be this kind of shoe for me this summer, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't love them. And I think you have to love this kind of shoe because it needs to be so comfortable that it's your go-to, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I love the pink. I really have a pink problem. I would say this spring. I'm so I'm so happy about all the pink and the lilac and the coral. All Me those too. colors are so great. Me too. I totally agree. So, those are my five favorites. So, well, those are great. Thank you so much. Well, listen. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for being here and. And all of that. And we just really appreciate it. Yes. And thanks also, y'all, for snapping up the tickets to the live show in College Station oh in November. Gosh. We what? <laughs> we were surprised by that. Yes. So. Nothing has surprised me more. God. Nothing has surprised me more. And then people started saying, are you going to start a wait list? And I was like, do we need a wait list? And apparently we needed a wait list. Yeah. I'm like, I had no idea. I really thought... Well, we'll sell half of these tickets and it'll be fine. It'll be I mean, fun. we just yeah. were not prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were not prepared. And I know y'all have been like, add a second show. I appreciate that y'all think we're any kind of an operation that could add a second show. <laughs> I appreciate your optimism in us well, that we can plan and execute that. I did put a post up and it's available to anybody, not just if you if you subscribe on Patreon, but I put a post up today saying, okay, let's say for 2024, we try to do two shows. Where would you want us to go? And I have been so tickled by the suggestions that, that people have thrown out there. Like, I, I don't know. 
I think okay. What a what a fun a fun element this might add to things. So, but I said in that post, listen, this is a lean operation. The, the yes, the big boot cast. It is just us, and then we have Rita as a business coach. So yeah, we don't necessarily have a live events arm, but no. No, and we're just kind of figuring it out. And really part of the reason, I mean, the Bryan College Station thing, I feel like worked out great because Mississippi State is playing there and it worked out to do the big bowl, boo bowl. But like, we need a really, like it, the location, the venue where we're doing it made it really easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because we're not traveling. I mean, we're not, we're not Daisy <laughs> Jones in the six. Right. No, we're not Daisy Jones in the six. We're not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So anyway, but we're we're definitely looking at doing. I mean, this has encouraged us. And listen, if we can pull this off, we would love to do future ones. So we'll Absolutely. we'll figure that out and do some research. Yes. So thanks y'all for buying live show tickets, and thanks for listening today. We'll see y'all yep. next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.